Welcome back to Kingdom Convos. I'm your host, Shannon White, and I'm so glad to be with you today for another week, another episode, um, to have just some Kingdom Conversations. So I want to do some housekeeping as always, just introduce myself for those who don't know and say welcome. Um, My name is Shannon. I am the founder of Kingdom Convos. It is a business and ministry that is really focused on putting God's word in our kids' mouths. Um, so that they know God's word and so that they keep it and they retain it and they know who they are in Christ, you know, as opposed to what society says or what their peers say, teachers um, and other adults. So I really work, work with parents to give them those strategies, to give them fun things that you can fit into your routine to make living for God more than just going to church. So that it's something that they enjoy and, and that it's something that it really touches their heart and it makes it realistic and it makes it tangible for them so that's a little bit about me if you don't know who I am that's talking to you today Um, I'm a professional school counselor of seven years I have mentored kids for 10 years teenagers and tweens Um, I have uh, two children I'm a wife and I just love Jesus and so today we're going to do something a little different I've been asking God what to talk to you all about And he really put on my heart to share the journey. And I don't think I've ever shared that with you all. So that's what we're going to do today. Um, So let's pray per usual. And then we'll jump right in. And I pray that it's a blessing to you. So let's go to God. Father, we thank you for just another day. We thank you for another week. We thank you because you love us so wonderfully that you sent Jesus um, on our behalf to be um, sin for us, God. And I just thank you for every person watching, every person listening. I just ask that you would just have your way um, on this recording, God. Show yourself mighty. Show yourself great. And let everyone be blessed who receives your word today. Holy Spirit, completely invade this thing and let it be unto your glory, God. In Jesus' name, amen. So, today there was a scripture. As always, we're never going to talk in kingdom convos without a scripture. Like, just straight out. But the scripture for today is Jeremiah 1. Um verses 17 through 18 and 19. I said that wrong. So chapter one, verses 17 through 19. Um, And so what we're going to be talking about is standing up and getting in position. And so the scripture says, get yourself ready, stand up and say to them, whatever I command you, do not be terrified by them, or I will terrify you before them. Today, I have made you a fortified city, an iron pillar and a bronze wall to stand against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests, and the people of the land. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Listen, that is such a strong command. And let me give you the background really quickly. So basically, Jeremiah is young. Minding his business, doing his thing. Um, And here comes God telling him that before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, I appointed you, I wanted you to do this thing. And he basically wanted him to talk to the people and give him his heart and give the people what God wanted them and wanted for them, you know. Um, And Jeremiah gave some pushback and he was like, you know, I don't really know what to say. I'm kind of young. I don't know if this is going to work, you know. But God gave him some visions and he let him see some things to just confirm that God was with him. And that was the final verses of this chapter, which is telling him, get ready, like stand up. 
I'm going to tell you what to do. I'm going to go with you. And so that's why um, we're going to be talking about this today because this goes along with my journey and what I'm sharing with you. And so I just wanted to, what the Lord wanted me to give you um, my journey for how I got here. And so just being transparent in all honesty today. So um, I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old. Like I said, I've been a counselor, professional school counselor for middle schoolers um, for seven years. I've been a youth worker since I was um, 20 and I'm 31. So I just enjoy working with kids. Um, but when I got when I got pregnant with my son, I really looked for some tools that would teach my son God's word and some tools that would help me and equip me as a parent because as a parent we know that we don't know what we're doing. Like, what? There's there's not a real handbook for real for real that tells you what to do raising godly kids when stuff hits. You know, and so I was like, I really need to find scripture to teach my kid and my baby, you know, and I couldn't find something that had God's word. It had um, things about the Bible and stories and, you know, things like that. But that wasn't good enough because I knew he was going to need some word like straight out the enemy doesn't care when we go to church. He doesn't care when we fellowship with the believers as long as we don't get the word. He's good, you know, and so at the end of the day, we know that is a scripture. Let me look it up really quickly. Um, but it says how we receive the word, you know, and the word comes, but then it falls on stony ground, you know, um, receive the word and it falls on stony ground. Some people get it and it comes among, um, among thorns, you know, and um, that's what happens. So it doesn't offend the enemy, you know, Mark 4 and 16 how it talks about how some people like seeds along the path when the word is sown, you know, some people hear it and God comes, the Satan comes and he takes it away. You know, some people hear the word and it's sown on rocky ground and they, they hear the word and they're happy about it, but then stuff happens and they lose it. Some people hear the word and it doesn't take root, you know, so when life happens and trouble or persecution comes, they fall away. And so at the end of the day, the enemy doesn't mind us telling them stories and parables about Jonah um, and about the Red Sea. He doesn't care about that because he knows that as long as you don't get the word on good ground, it's not going to stick. So he has some defense against you. And I wanted my kid to be more prepared for life than just a basic um, natural success. Because I knew the enemy was not going to play. Because I've been a counselor and so I saw what children of God were going through. You know, I saw kids who were going through, whose parents were in church, who kids were in church going through depression, going through suicide ideation. Um, I saw kindergartners even, you know, in some of my trainings and, and some of my dealing with younger kids going through stress and anxiety and, you know, diagnosis of ADHD, you know, and really just struggling with just peer pressure and knowing who they are, dealing with their sexuality, not knowing how to talk to their parents or not being comfortable talking to their parents and and just dealing with how to connect what they learn in church to their life. You know, it's not as easy. It's not as easy for us as adults, you know, so being equipped with that experience and that knowledge. I mean, even me, I've, I've always been raised in church as well. You know, I did still. Okay. I did some of my dirtiest dirt with my church friends, you know, it wasn't, um, 
Yeah, it was my church friends that I did the most sinning with, if I can be honest. And so it is hard sometimes to connect what you learn in church to life as a young person, you know, and I thank God for grace, but I wanted my kids to be able to know God and to know his word, to avoid some things and to just be equipped. So that's where my journey started. I started it and it started to be for kingdom kids. And I wrote books. I wrote two books, one for teenagers. And it's like a cheat sheet that they could take at to take um, to school or in their purse or book bags that literally gave them topics, taboo um, topics. It was actually X-rated in the Christian book world because it talks about hard things that kids are scared to talk to their parents about, like porn, like sex, like asking about oral sex and asking about abuse and dating and things that just sometimes they're uncomfortable with and parents don't know how to break the ice so that book I wrote it to help break the ice but it also has scriptures and a prayer for each topic you know because everything that I do in kingdom convos is simply to start kingdom conversations you know the other book was a story book um, called I am who God says I am for kids ages like three to like ten and it's something that it is strictly God's scripture. That's it, you know, just so that they because, you know, kids memorize books that we read them. So if they memorize books, if we put God's word into a book, they will remember it. Um, and so God gave me those things and I started it. But then it got hard. It got really hard. And life came at me fast and I got discouraged. And then I had another kid and it got all the way live. Um and, and I put it down, to be honest. I put it down because I got more mentees and they got more challenging. Um, and I had to be there for them. And life was just in a shift and a transition. And I was minding my business, y'all. And I was good. And I was chilling. And I was like, I finally got a good balance. Like, this is good. I like, like, life is good, you know. Everything was going well in my relationships, you know. It was in a good space. And then God came knocking on my door again and told me it was time to work and I was like you know I'm really good God like I don't mind I felt like Jeremiah like I'm I mean I'm good like this is I'm in a good space like we you know it didn't really work the first time that people didn't really grab onto it I'm okay you know but he wouldn't leave me alone and so not only was it just for kingdom kids so children but there was an evolution that had to happen in me and um, in the business for now it to be kingdom convos because it needed to be extended to older people. So God gave me a different book called The X Factor, which is for 18 and up, which is a six-week workbook to break up with yourself, your old self, the old things. Um, and moving forward, going especially into our scripture, God has really placed such a burden on my heart to see God's children, like our kids, really know his word to see God's children be confident and enjoy scripture to see God's children pray scripture and take authority over the enemy just with all of the shootings um, with all of the desensitization that our culture has put us in to things that are happening to all of the fear that's happening to all of the strife and the conflict in the body of Christ we really have to raise up a nation who knows God for themselves and this generation is not just a generation where we can um, just say God is good. They're not going to say all the time. You know, you know, you know how we used to say that God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. They're going to be like, no, let me tell you a quick story about that. And that 
hurt my heart so bad. I had a student um, and she was going through, I was working with her, dealing with her um, through some depressive symptoms. And I always ask, you know, what helps you when you're in that space? And they can, a lot of times they can identify something or if they don't, we work through it to make, and you'll help them get a strategy. But this young lady mentioned, you know, her mom and prayer. And what she said to me was so profound. She said, they say, meaning the people in church and her parents, Miss White, they say to pray, but it doesn't work. That's a problem. Because she was raised in church. She was active in church. I talked to her mom and her dad, and they were awesome. And she was awesome. But she said, I prayed, and I tried, and nothing happened. And we can't afford to raise a generation who has that feeling who has those thoughts where I tried it, they told me to do it, it don't work, I'm over it. You know, God has so much more for our kids. And so when God tapped me on the shoulder, he reminded me of that experience because it broke my heart. And I had to tell her, you're right, that's wrong. Because faith without works is dead. So we prayed about it, but now what are we going to do about it? You know, and really teaching our kids how to work through the hard things of life. It's not just always pray and it gets fixed immediately. Because sometimes God does that. But there are other times when we have to cooperate with what God is doing. And we have to teach our kids how to do that. So, this is our scripture. Jeremiah 1, 17 through 19. This is so important because it says, Get yourself ready. Stand up and say to them whatever I command you. I looked up with the them. Who is them? And it means among or in or towards. And so... That is my journey to how I got to here. I did not realize how much this was needed. I did not realize initially what God wanted to do. But I trust and I know that God has a great work for this next generation that's rising up. And we just have to get ready as parents, as grandparents, as aunts and uncles, as believers. Stand up. And say to them, so say among them, in the area, in the environment, whatever God commands us. Don't be terrified by them or the Lord will terrify us before them. Because the Lord has made us a fortified city, an iron pillar, a bronze wall to stand against the whole land. And they will fight against us, right? So the scripture, no weapon formed against you will prosper. They're going to fight. Like, don't worry. It's going to happen. But they will not overcome you. For I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Here's the thing. Everything that I do is to please God. And you may not have met me before, but I just love Jesus. And I want my kids to love Jesus. And I want your kids to love Jesus. And so if you are in a position like me where you're like, my kids got to know his word. They've got to get it in their heart. They've got to know the love of Christ beyond religion, beyond church culture. It's nothing wrong with that, but they've got to get it to the depths of their heart. You know, if you're like me, I want to invite you to join my website at Kingdom Convos, Kingdom, C-O-N-V, like Victor, O-S, dot org. Um, and check it out. There's a couple of things that I do. Um. I offer one-on-one strategies for your family. We're going to make a specific prescription if I was a doctor. Um, or we're going to make a, just a, simply a plan and a strategy for your family routine so that living for God is easy. I also have a seven-week parent challenge. It is just basically to reset some stuff. It's not to be big and grand, but it's to just say, okay, let me find out where I can make some tweaks. 
and our family routine um, so that we can reset and calibrate how my child sees God. And that's for ages 3 to 17. If you have any kids that age, you qualify. But here's the really the big thing that I really feel like God wants me to share with you when it says, get ready, stand up. God has really put on my heart a prayer initiative, and it's called We Are Here. I declare we are here. This is so important because there was one woman. I went to a conference this weekend, and I was reminded there was one woman who took prayer out of schools. And I believe that I am the woman that God has called to bring it back. And I want to invite you to join me in this initiative. This initiative is not for going to the Supreme Court. It's not for fighting and bucking against the system. It's for God's people getting ready, standing up, and saying to them, so among our environment, what God commands you. And so I want to share with you what God has commanded me to share. And if you're interested, I want to join, invite you to join me in it. So this is basically, we are here. Back in the day, in Israelite days, other kingdoms and nations knew our God. They knew what he was capable of. The children of Israel knew what he was capable of, even though they forgot a lot of times and they got complacent. But he had a reputation of being amazing. And a lot of people don't see our God as amazing, but he so is. He so loves you. He so loves me. He so loves this next generation. And I just know and believe God wants to show himself so mighty to this next generation and to this generation of believers who have just struggled with church hurt and with dealing with life. And so in this initiative, it's very simple. We know the Bible says that one could put a thousand to flight, two could put 10,000 to flight. So there are power in our numbers as believers. But what I believe God wants to do is that once a month, we got to lock arms, stand up, get ready, and say what he has commanded us because he has made us a fortified city, an iron pillar, and a bronze wall to stand against the whole land. So despite what the Supreme Court says, we know that we still can pray, but a lot of times Christians go into their secret closet to pray, and that's, that's biblical. But consider what would happen. Think about the walls of Jericho. They could have prayed from where they were, but God commanded them to go and stand up and do and say to them, to the walls. Remember, them is among or towards. So he had them walk towards the walls of Jericho right in the environment for the walls to fall. And he didn't tell them to say anything per se, right? They had music. They yelled, right? I believe that with this initiative... It's very simple. We pray once a month. If you are an educator, if you are a parent, a guardian, an aunt, an uncle, a godparent, we're going to come together once a month to bombard heaven and to bring heaven to earth on behalf of this next generation. So this is what it looks like. It's very simple. The first Monday of the month, all educators, if you work in a school system of any kind, including homeschooling, transportation, custodian, um, if you work in K through 12, early child care, a college or a university. The first Monday of each month during this school year, we're going to pray 10 minutes before your school day starts. We're not going to get on a prayer call unless God says otherwise. Um, but my school starts at 7. So my kids, 
well, 7.30. My kids get released in our building at 7. So I have a team of about four people on my job. Because remember, you want to get with somebody, another believer for power, right? One can put 1,000, two can put 10,000. So if you know of any other believers, jo- tell them to join in with you. We're going to start at 6.50. We're going to take about five minutes, and we're going to declare God's word over our environment we're going to command what god has said his word is what god has said it doesn't change so if you declare scripture over your environment angels have to come near school angels have to come near community because god's word cannot return unto him void and so he is just waiting for us to release his word into the earth so that he can do what he has been waiting excitedly to do so that was amazing the first month right? The first week of the month, excuse me, educators. Amazing. We can lock arms and just do this. The second thing, and when you go into your schools, we're not coming to be hasty and brash. We're coming, you find an office or a classroom and you do it that way. Very simple, right? Know the power of your authority and your words. The second week is for our kids to teach our kids how to pray over themselves. So for example, you can teach your kid one scripture and have them declared over themselves and their friends. So the second Monday of the month during the school year, teach your kids one scripture or two scriptures and have them declare it. They can say something as simple as, I declare that as for me and my classmates or me and my friends, we will serve the Lord. And I declare that um, we are strong and courageous. We are not afraid nor dismayed for the Lord is with us wherever we go. In Jesus' name, amen. Very simple prayer, but very powerful because it's God's word. Third Mondays of them each month this school year is going to be for parents, all community members, parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, neighbors, coaches, anybody. You pray on the third Monday at any time of that day with a fellow believer and commands God's word over your neighborhood. Our kids are in the neighborhood and schools the most. And so we have to cover and saturate those environments. And so, again, first Monday, educators, five or ten minutes before your school day starts, cover your environment and your school with God's word. Second Mondays of the month during the school year, we're going to be teaching our kids how to declare words over themselves and their friends or their siblings and peers. Third Monday of the month, we're going to cover our neighborhoods. And so it's very simple. But it's just based on God's word. And I really believe that's why God wanted me to share the scripture with you today. Because some people are intimidated. And I've heard some people say, you know, what, I mean, how does this work? You know, what do I do? And so if you have questions, feel free to email me at kconvos at gmail.com. It's simply for God to get the glory. Because remember, the Lord says um, that the Lord, he will be with us and he will rescue us. So when we speak God's word, things have to happen. When you speak God's word, God has to show up because he's not a man that he shall lie. So when he has declared something in his word and we begin to declare it and prophesy it in the atmosphere, things have to shift. Things have to change. And at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue shall confess. And so we just believe and declare that God is going to do a great, great work in our schools this school year. And so if you're interested and joining it's going to be for the this is the 1920 school year it starts september 9th feel free to join in invite two or three friends or family members to join us in email me at kconvos at gmail.com if you have any questions and we are just here to say 
we declare that we are here. We are getting ready. We are standing in position to cover this next generation of believers that are coming up behind us because greater is he that is within us than he that is within the word. And so I want to encourage you to take the territory that God has given to you, whether it's your home, whether it is a school, whether it is your family, your neighborhood, take cover and let's declare God's word over our environment because the enemy cannot take what we, when we send out God's word. He can try to fight, but remember that no weapon formed against us will prosper. So I decree and I declare God's favor over you as you go forth with us in this uh, prayer initiative. I declare that God is with you as you go to stand up and to declare and decree God's word. And I just believe supernatural blessings for you and for your family as you go forth to do what God has commanded us. Um, you you can join us at kingdomconvos.org and it gives you three ways to connect with us. You can connect through Instagram, you can connect through Facebook or through an email, like a monthly email. And I remind you when it's time to pray because I know we're busy and we forget. But I just believe God and I just want to encourage you to join in on this thing. It's not for control. We all should be going to different churches, you know, but it's just to say we're here. And our God is here. And really quickly, the story that also helped to facilitate this was that my sister graduated from high school and she wanted to put a scripture on her cap and her school told her no. But they allowed her to put a Beyonce um, lyrics from the Lemonade album on her cap, which is a problem. Because when there is a child who wants to stand up and share what God has done, but our community and our culture has set to say, no, separation of church and state, that's cool. We're not coming in, our, in your schools to try to regulate and make everybody do it. But we're just commanding that God would do some things because we have power, because we are here. And we declare war against everything the enemy is trying to take out in this next generation and in your family and your lineage. And so this is not just for you and your kids. This is for your grandchildren and your children's children and for those people who are connected to your children. And so that's why we're not just praying for us and our family. We're praying for our neighborhood because the people who your children are connected to have assignments to your children. And your children have assignments in their school that God has for them. But we got to line up and we got to get them in place because God calls the young because they're strong. And if our kids don't know his word and they don't know God's voice, they may miss some moments where they could really be doing some great things. And we just don't want them wasting time. And we don't want them distracted. So join in with me. I love you guys. I'll see y'all next week. I'll holla at you. <laughs>